And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois, my name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, Joel. I'm doing well. I'm coming at you from a very, very hot Brooklyn, New York. Um, And my hot take has to do with the hot New York City mayoral election campaign. Uh, Voting, voted, uh, election day was last Tuesday, so a week ago. And then um, this is the first time that we have ranked choice voting. Oh, wait, hold on. My hot take is that this election's a fucking shit show. So. uh, No, wait, wait, that's a good thing or a bad thing? No, no, well, you'll see, because I'm. This is like fucking ridiculous. This is like ridiculous. Uh, the you got the way the rank chose voting. Just for anyone who's listening who doesn't know, is that when you go to the polls, you have you there's there were in this case there were eight candidates, and you got to list in order your top five choices. So basically, everybody votes, and their first place vote gets counted, and if uh, you know, it goes down the line. So the top, um, the, the, the person who got the least votes, the person in eighth place, all of their, the people who voted for them first, their votes get retabulated up um, based on who they voted for second, third, fourth, and fifth, and so on and so on and so on until there's only two candidates and whoever wins that wins. Um, and that takes a long time. So all of the tabulations for ranked choice voting for day of and early in-person voting were supposed to come out yesterday, and they did. And then the New York City Board of Elections, like three hours after they posted the results, took them down and said that there was the discrepancy. Whoops. Turns out. Whoops. Turns out that in those ranked choice voting tabulations, they had counted 135,000 test ballots. Whoops. Um, and, and added them to, to the final tally. And so everybody's fucking freaking out right now because the race is really close. Right. Um, and the guy who's in charge is kind of like a Democratic Donald Trump type. Uh, right. He's like very loud and boisterous and has already been claiming that ranked choice voting is voter suppression against people of color, oh, uh, which is a ridiculous claim to make. Right. Uh, but he, he has. And then, and, then he, and then he said, he's a black guy, yeah. Okay. And then he said, and he made these claims against Andrew Yang, um, right. and you know, essentially saying that Asian people were not people of color also. So Ooh. it's been very interesting. That's uh, a hot take. Yeah, he he I, says a lot of shit like that. Yeah. So anyway, who's in, who's in the lead? Like, Adams in the lead. Yeah, Eric Adams. Eric yeah. Adams. Yeah. 
So it's been really exciting this whole time. But now, like, this whole shit went sideways, like, completely sideways. It's really crazy. I still just don't understand what kind of person decides that, yeah, I want to be the mayor of New York City. I think that's the job for me. A sick person. Exactly. Uh, Or a comptroller. (laughs) Yeah. Comptroller is a good job. Nobody cares about the comptroller. I honestly think that's why they become people mayors. who are people are looking further. They have like big bigger ambitions right. in politics. Yeah, because like that's why Andrew Yang ran for sure. Yeah. Somebody um, I but did also like a- New York City has like a higher budget than like 42 states or something like that. Like it's it's a bigger, it's a bigger entity than most states. I read a funny thing on the internet about Andrew Yang that if he doesn't win the mayoral New York City election, he needs to scale down again. So he lost the presidency. Yeah, I saw that too. And then if he loses the New York City mayor, the next like proportional thing he needs to run for is the mayor of Modesto, California. <laughs> uh, or, like, or like the governor of New York. South Dakota. No, no, no. No, well, like I think I think, I think that it was like no, it was scaled. It was scaled down by like esca- like by the the drop in per- you know like right. population right. percentage. Right, right, right. right. So three hundred million Americans. So Modesto was the next one. Modesto, yeah. yeah. Twelve million New Yorkers, and now we're down to like a hundred thousand yeah. people in Modesto, California. So both- Where he'll, he'll only get like 30,000 30, votes. Right. You know? right. <laughs> Andrew, yeah. <laughs> oh man all right well keep us posted on this do you think they'll oh, my God. Out? it's so crazy yeah yeah hopefully so right now just like to give you a, a a heads up like or what you know the lay of the land right now as it stands after the retabulation of ranked choice voting eric adams is in the lead with 51.1 percent of the vote oh. and this lady Catherine garcia is the other person who's still left after ranked choice voting. And she's in second place with 48.9% of the vote. Right. Um, but in your opinion, in your opinion, does that seem like the two best candidates? Or maybe I guess you don't have to get in there. No, I among had, the- I had Catherine Garcia on my ranked choice voting, but I had her fourth. They're both pretty centrist. Catherine Garcia would be a pretty good mayor, I think. Um, and Eric Adams, he's got like some corruption shit in his background. He's a cop. He's like hugely pro-police. He's a black cop. He's a bad cop. He's a bad cop. Yeah, black. I, I black cop. He's a black cop. Maybe he's a bad he's cop. He's a black cop. Let's let's make a distinction there. Right, right. <laughs> um, he's a black cop, but he's pro-police. And uh, we just got rid of stop and frisk. You guys are familiar with stop and frisk, I imagine. Yeah, I um, it's been a huge thing here for so long. And they like just last year during the Black Lives Matter protest, mm-hmm. Bill de Blasio disbanded the plainclothes units, which are the, the stop and frisk yeah. units. Um, and he ran like Eric Adams has run on bringing back stop and frisk. So it's like, it's a real fuck you to this kind of like, 
mandate of the people to like yeah i mean it's more it's more kind of like old drake draconian police law you know what i mean like right. where the cops are like get to call the shots on shit he has some real shady money stuff in his past he doesn't live in new york he lives in new jersey like the science what's that like the science yeah uh, he was a Republican. I mean, Joel's, like, actually, Joel's got a point there. In, in, in you know, in in defense of your, he doesn't even live in New York. I mean, New York football giants play in New Jersey, and they've represented the New York football. They've re- represented the city of New York in the National Football League for a long time. That's true. Go tell him to be the mayor of Newark, New Rutherford, New uh, yeah, East Rutherford, um, East Rutherford. Anyway, he's he's not my guy. Yeah. Well, so you, oh, but okay, so, so pretty- but here's the thing: there's still 125,000 absentee ballots that haven't even been counted at all, and that's about 20 percent of the votes because this is a primary election, right? But the Democrat is going to win. Oh, this is primary. But the yeah. Democrats, right? Exactly. The, the Republican. Yeah. Gonna- oh man, the Republican primary debate. Holy shit! That did was they a whole even tell Did they even televise it? I yeah, I think so, but it was like a real it was fucking crazy. <laughs> Sorry, right. I got distracted there at the end. Right, you'll have JP to say that. Person. No, no, we'll 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 do that later. I all right, we gotta move on. Uh we're gonna keep you updated on New York City politics because I am really interested in this. Um, but also joining us uh tonight as per usual is Thomas. Thomas, how's it going? Uh, Joel's going pretty good. I'm coming to you from reasonably temperate Seattle, Washington now. Right. Uh, I was going to come in with a hot take that cold showers are far superior to hot showers. Sometimes. Fight me. I agree. Sometimes. And, and, and I'm realizing now that I've mostly only experiencing this because of we had 108 t- temperature, we had scorching temperature, record highs, record shattering highs in Seattle over the weekend. So I've been kind of going back and forth with my hot take with whether it be about cold showers or the fact that global warming is destroying the planet and we need yeah. a colossal global shift in social consciousness. Let's do it. Global but, consciousness. You should help us write a sci-fi novel, actually. Sorry. Shifting global consciousness is the only way to save the planet. Via baseball. I'm, I think what was that? What was what was the woman that ran for president? That was Marianne Williamson. Is that who you're thinking of? Yeah, she's maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. <laughs> she's See, I kind of like her. She's about shifting global consciousness. Also, the reptilian. Exactly. Also, she thinks I think she's right. Can read, read your mind, right? I'm, she might be right, man. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I'm working through my, I'm ripe with hot takes. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to settle on uh, the Mariners winning seven of 10 and at some point five in a row to be two or three games over 500. And in the thick of the wild card race, my hot take is that the Mariners are the worst. Why? I don't know. Well, they continue with this sort of complete elitist, racist, classist, war on fandom by uh targeting racially profiling and targeting a customer who was apparently complaining about this guy this korean guy and his younger brother he's 
put it on Twitter. It's all over Twitter. And he got, got some recognition because he was like, I don't understand why baseball hates me. And it was basically him and his brother had tickets. I'm not, I don't remember how they got the tickets, but they were down the third baseline in kind of a you know pretty good spot. And somebody randomly reported them to an usher who came down and confronted them about it, at which point the guy was like, no, these are our tickets, at which point they went around and checked with a bunch of different people. And then he and then he was like, OK, I've been this. profiled here. He sat there. What? I saw this online. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. At first, I didn't know what you were talking about. So these are two like 20 something Korean dudes, right? Yeah, yeah. They're coming. Mean, I think, what, you know, they're like one of them might be a skateboarder or something like that. You know what right, I mean? Like they, right. they're like kind of. I mean, left of center, maybe, or something. I don't know. They're not your standard, like, rich white people that have fancy tickets. Wearing baggy pants, wearing sure. baggy yeah. clothes. Yeah, wearing like, whatever, chain. maybe visible yeah. tattoos, yeah. although yeah. that, I mean, whatever. I don't fucking know. Yeah. The point being is that they got profiled, and they got singled out, and then when they complained to the, they complained, he went and made a random complaint to the ticket, you know, to the front office. You can do that. You, he just, like, he didn't want to do it through an usher, and he didn't want to make a big scene, so he went back and talked to somebody in the front office, and they sent somebody, a representative from the front office, out to talk to him, and he came up to him, and then after talking to the guy, like, getting his name, finding about his story, this representative who had been sent down to attend to the problem stood up and, conf- and talked to the guests around him verifying whether he was actually supposed to be sitting in those game seats or if he had been somehow you know like like and like why would their you know what i mean like you just came down there to talk to this guy because they were somebody thought he didn't have tickets for that zone you found out he did have tickets for that zone that why the fuck would you go around and like verify with other you know what i mean like i don't know if the guy didn't have like i don't know the it was it's kind of only thing for the the mariners front office in there and the mariners have like the worst ushers and the worst uh stadium attendants like i we were leaving the game onto a game with my friend al of the one of the twins games and we were leaving and i asked the guy a question about you know like they've been doing these cool camera angles where they're running among the cameras on these tracks and it's a really cool like coming around third base it follows the runner kind of the camera runs on a track so it's a really smooth cool shot that they cut to sometimes doing replay and stuff and these tracks they run they did it during covid when nobody was in there and i asked you know i asked the, one of the ushers i was like oh is that for the da 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 and he's like i don't know and was like something super dick about it it was kind of one of these things where it was like you guys are like i'm like a huge baseball fan i come to a lot of fucking games like and i'm pretty like I'm vocal, but I'm friendly. You know what I mean? Like I'm there having a good time trying to be nice to people. You know what I mean? And this fucking guy can't answer one goddamn question. You know, it's like, he's too busy racially profiling people to kick them out of the fucking stadium to be able to answer a genuine question from an actual fan. You know what I mean? It's like, after, and after like all this sort of like sexual harassment shit and this Kevin Mather guy who was kind of like barely pushed out only after everybody got super pissed because he said really racist shit about some of our best prospects it's just like fuck the mariners oh yeah yeah they we talked about that game. yeah so okay here's my question shouldn't it have been a very easy solve to be like even if it's inappropriate be like hey can you show me your ticket that shows that yeah. you have these tickets behind home plate or wherever like why no, was it wasn't, it wasn't home it wasn't behind home plate it wasn't like diamond club or something like that it wasn't you know, it was like third baseline or something. So seat side probably sat in. Right. I don't know. I think, I think, yeah, I shouldn't, he, have, I, I don't know if they like asked for proof or something like that. And he was like, no, I'm not going to show you proof because I don't feel like I should have to, which. Yeah. 
don't know. I don't know if that's part of the story and if that's or, you know like as a white man if a, if a dude in an official wailing show asked me for my ticket I'd show it to him yeah I guess I don't know if nobody if, if anybody ever asked him for the ticket yeah I don't really know it is weird to be like I'm gonna ask everybody sitting around you if you belong here that's fucking weird I, you know, and now that I think about it, I'm sure that they did ask him for the ticket and he did present a ticket. Because you got it on your phone or you got I don't, it on your paper, you know, you got a ticket. Right. Yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of where I'm like, I don't know, maybe, yeah. I don't know exactly. Yeah. I thought maybe I shouldn't go casting after. Anyway, fuck the Mariners. Even if yeah, they catch the, the wild card. Mariners are playing play the Toronto Blue Jays right now, which for it's some high. reason, like, you should have a rivalry with the Blue Jays. I don't know why. I don't know why, but I feel like the Mariners and the Blue Jays, like the Blue Jays are the East Coast Mariners in my mind. Like I, 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 I can see where you're coming from. Like, I mean, we're pretty close to Canada. Because they're like Canadian. Very far north. Canadian. Very far north. Similar color scheme. Always kind of there, but never good enough to like, Make a run for like a championship, but but always kind of sure the Toronto Blue Jays won a couple championships in the early 90s. In the 90s, like like most of our listening audience was not alive the last time the Blue Jays won the world. So. I don't know. After our I think a lot of our grandparent <laughs> grand uncles are listening to this podcast now. Demographics have shifted. We have to start right, that's about, like, our demographic our demographics. <laughs> we got to talk about the 1984 Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jimmy Carter, man. <laughs> Fucking Jimmy Carter, man. Um, but y'all are tied 6-6, top of the 10th right now with the Blues. I know, I'm watching it. Yeah. and Steve, Oh, Demo! Oh, yeah? Wait, you're on the road. Rerun, right? Jack! Yeah. Seattle's 41-39. Yeah. You're seven games behind Houston. Five and a half behind Oakland. You're being optimistic the, today the, in the thick of the wild code race. Because you're still... Yeah. You're still There's four teams there. That Yeah. Yankees, Cleveland, Toronto, Yankees, Seattle. You're better if than... We the take Yankees. two out of three in Toronto. If in, we can leapfrog Toronto, we got, we got three against yeah. the Yankees coming up. Oh, you gotta beat the Yankees, buddy. You gotta beat the Yankees. We won't. We won't. And I, I can't remember. If it, oh, and it's at the it's at uh it's at uh whatever Safeco or whatever the fuck it's called. So right. it'll be mostly Yankee fans. That's probably why I don't want there to be a rivalry with the Blue Jays because then it'll be mostly fucking Blue Jays fans. <laughs> God damn, I hate the Blue Jay fans. Like they travel. That's why you should have travel. a rivalry with them. That's why we shouldn't have a rivalry with them because it'll be more. Anyway, carry on. Uh, moving on. My name is Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. I am not wearing a shirt. It's hot and muggy where I'm at. I'm just, I'm not really going to give you all a hot take. I just want to talk a little bit about my beloved Chicago White Sox. Because, guys, we went into a tailspin while I was gone. We were out of town. We weren't podcasting. I wasn't checking the internet. I wasn't watching the games. We, we got swept in full at the Houston Trash Toes, which means that the Chicago White Sox are 0-7 against the two most evil teams, Houston and New York, which is, like, unacceptable. Fucking unacceptable. 
Uh, we lost two out of three to Seattle. We split two against the lowly Pittsburgh Pirates. So White Sox have not been doing well in a tailspin. However, as of right now, and it's Wednesday, 10.07 Central Time, we are up 13 to two against the Minnesota Twins. So that's a good thing. And we had, uh, what the hell is his name? Gavin Sheets. His first big league home run earlier tonight. 398 feet to deep right center. Scoring, you mean Mercedes. Welcome to the show, Gavin Sheets. I think. He was probably so happy he sheet himself. <laughs> he, he's a... He's a monster between the sheets. Um, I <laughs> think. Himself. Yeah. <laughs> I think if the White Sox like win a World Series this year, they will have to give rings to so many dudes. Like we've already had at least 30 position players play for us. Wait, you, you're talking about the White Sox lost two out of three of the Mariners, and you're talking about whether they're going to win a World Series or not? Hey, we're, still, we're still in charge of the Central Division. We got two and a half games on Cleveland. You're going to lose the Central Division. No. Oh, Central, Division no. is, Central Division is trash, though. That's Central Division is trash, yeah. yeah. I still think the Twins could come back and win that division. Oh, no, Twins are bad. Cleveland, maybe. I, I get, you guys are struggling, man. What's come, I mean, who's coming back? Is Robert coming uh, back? Is fucking, Luis is Robert coming back? just got he will be he's gonna begin baseball. What's it called? Not baseball operations, what's it called? Related activities. Baseball related baseball activities. related activities. He'll probably have a, a rehab assignment in four weeks. Uh he's okay. Eloy, That's not bad. Eloy is a little bit ahead of him. So they're both probably gonna come back like end of August, beginning of September. Nick Madrigal is oh. out for the season. Nick Madrigal is not coming Fuck out. that guy. Nobody cares about that guy. Dude, he's he good. He was good. leading the league in, like, on-base percentage. Because he's, like, he was, he was, like, last in the league on slugging and, like, first in the league on on-base percentage. Love that. For game. some reason, I just don't like him because I think of, like, Madrigal or something. It's like a what's like the Ren Fair, like the magical, yeah, yeah, the yeah. It's like reminds me of like Ren Fair yeah. shit. I'm just yeah. like, fuck that guy. <laughs> he kind of looks like a guy he's like walking around in like billowy shirts and yeah. stuff. Yeah, he and he also looks like a guy who's really into Ren Fair. Yeah, he's got like silly caps and stuff. Yeah, he's like, he's like a little bit taller than I am. Sam is being really silent about this. I think Sam maybe is a Ren Fair guy. I'm I'm not sure what Ren Fair is. I'm not sure what you guys. Renaissance are Fair, about. you know, like where they go, like, oh, they, act yeah, like yeah. they act like they're old timey and they the wenches and they drink ale and stuff. Right. I actually I had this conversation recently. We were I can't remember. It must have been Michelle, but I was talking to somebody about Renaissance fairs, and I've I've never been to a Renaissance fair. Like that wasn't a. It's thing on my it's on my up. bucket list. It's definitely on my bucket. List. Right. Yeah. Um. I only like know Renaissance fairs through like pop culture references. Like I'm not even sure that they're actual things. You know what I mean? Oh, they're a thing. Yeah. Oh, it's right. a thing, man. But yeah, see, definitely. I only have your word and like every like other people's word to go on. Like I'm not sure I believe it. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that that's the reason that I dislike this particular ball player is that his last name reminds me of this. 
He's, he went to Oregon State. He's an Oregon State <laughs> beaver. So that's why I like him also. Oh, he's a beaver. He's a beaver. Yep. 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 May I see your beaver, my lady? <laughs> Where hence your beaver? That's something that happens. Stop playing the keyboard. That's something that happens on the... <laughs> at the it's my elbows. It's my counter. Stop playing the keyboard. <laughs> uh, but I, I think the White Sox, I mean, they're crushing the Twins right now. The Twins are bad, man. The Twins are just not good. Um, Cleveland lost... Cleveland could catch you. Cleveland could catch you. Yeah, I could see that. Nobody's coming. No wild cards coming out of the central. No wild cards coming out of the central. Right. Wild card. You could have two wild cards in the east, or one in the west. I mean, I don't know who the second wild card in the east would be. The Yankees are not good. The Yankees are bad. It'd be the Blue Jays. I mean, the Rays are the Rays and the Red Sox are still around, right? Yeah, that's that's your division champ and your wild card one, either or. Well, I mean, Toronto could threaten, although Toronto might make it so neither of them, well, what, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I think I think that's one thing why the Mariners kind of control thing, their own destiny. Like if they are a good ball club and they win a bunch of games, they play against some of the best teams in the in the league, you know what I mean? Right. So it's like, well, I, I'm, I'm garbage talking now, but I think the, I, the I just think it sucks because I think, I think Houston is good. I think you've got, here's my hot take, and I'm taking this completely off task. I think you've got what three very good AL teams, and that's Houston, Tampa Bay, and Boston. Like I, I think those are like your A class, A American League teams. And then there's a step below them. We got Oakland, maybe the White Sox when we're good. Seattle's better than the Angels, and not the Yankees. So I'd go Oakland, White I mean, Sox. Oakland, Oakland is a. I'm putting Oakland. I'm putting Oakland in my tier two of American League teams. See, I think that the Red Sox are not. I think the Red Sox will be a very good team if they get Chris Sale back. I think the Red Sox have the best offense in Major League Baseball. That's a hot take that I'll stand by right now. I mean, and I think that, like the Red Sox, more like well more than half their wins are they have been trailing in that in those games so they've won like 50 games and they've trailed in like 36 of them so i think that if their pitching could get a little better they would be the best team in major league baseball when are they supposed to get chris i mean soon yeah like coming up he he threw bad he threw a live batting practice today and struck everybody out i mean if they if they can if they can deal for a top end starter they're yeah i agree with you i mean well their bullpen is i think maybe overperformed a little bit maybe maybe not i'm not sure what the numbers look like but i feel like boston's bullpen really overperformed for the first part uh, in this first part of the season but i'm not 100 but anyway the point being is that you guys yeah with with chris sale and another good starter then you have like rodriguez and who Yavaldi, who's looked pretty good. Like you got yeah. the, the back. That that's a that's a pretty solid rotation going yeah. into a into a playoffs. And I mean, yeah, the offense is kind of unparalleled. So I think, yeah, no, I think Boston's in a pretty good position. I don't know. You know, there's holes. I don't think there's any team that's really that. You know, it's like Dodgers have not looked great this yeah. year. And 
San Francisco Giants, best team in Major League Baseball. Yeah, they're, but they're overperforming <laughs> by a million miles. <laughs> there might be some. There might be some truth to their shit, but it's like, I think they're. Well, I think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna outlast the Dodgers. I don't think they're gonna outlast the Padres either. But I could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I guess my point is that I don't think there's anybody that's head and shoulders. I mean, if you go 50 and 30, that's not a fluke, right? Like, maybe you're no. overperforming, but that's not a fluke. Like, they got something going on. What it is, I don't know. Right. It's totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, now that Gausman, really good. How's Gausman, Gausman looking tonight, anyway, now? For Seattle? No, Kevin Gausman, the starter for San Francisco. He's at the Dodgers. Dodgers are looking to sweep. We're at 30 minutes right now. Uh, <laughs> good job, guys. Can't, he can't not mention it. I think it's like a... Uh, I know, I know. Dump on the uh, tradition. Uh, hey, I want to give a shout out. Hey, so we took two weeks off. Uh, we can talk about it later. Uh, but like we traveled, Thomas and I, we went to Oregon. Sam went to Greece. Uh Good vacations, but now we're back talking about baseball. Shout out to Joel all cut all his fucking hair off, which is stupid. I know, I know. You and yeah. Man, you and Man were both like like supremely disappointed that I cut all my hair off. You had a real you had a real East Oregon look going on right now. Yeah, yeah, I know. You're like for those of you guys listening at well, so you know, people listening at home, they don't see the Zoom call. So for people listening at home, before we went on vacation, Joel had like his cool long locks and now yeah. he, a he looks like a fucking vampire. He was like a, he was like a modern vampire. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah like Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> Brad Pitt in that movie. Yeah. Me and Brad Pitt. That's that's. Right. I always compare. And, and now you're like a, you look like a militia member. Now, yeah. Now I look like, like I'm about to bomb Oklahoma City. Uh, <laughs> no, I went and got a haircut, and I had one dreadlock. Did I tell you that? Uh, yeah. Lady was cutting my hair, and she started cutting it, and she's like, "Joel, and there, that's thirty minutes right there." Uh, she was like, "Joel, you have a dreadlock." I was like, "What?" She's like, "Right here, you have one dreadlock." in the back of your head she cut it off and showed it to me and i'm like yep take it all that's it gotta cut everything off now <laughs> did you comb your hair ever yes i think i just always missed that one spot on the back it's like head. one like very <laughs> narrow strip right in the middle right. of the back of your head <laughs> <laughs> Like and it was like hidden underneath layers of long hair. Yes. Okay. Anyway, I have short hair now. Um, shout out it's to like everyone. a cop. Like a cop. I'm not a cop. Um, Marshfield, Massachusetts. So you think that's a UI Sam? I think so. Have you talked to him? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Shout out to Marshfield, Massachusetts. You know where your brother lives? Yeah, well, he lives there. No, he doesn't live there, but I think he went there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And listened to the podcast. Or, like, got well, everyone in the town of Mosfield to listen to the podcast. Maybe uh, he's my, going to bars and subscribing people. Yeah, that's, that's the way to do it. Moscow, Gosvidania, Putin still Gosvidania. is a fan of the podcast, you guys. I'm really excited about that. 
Um, you should then, vote for us for New York City mayor. Yeah, <laughs> Putin, vote dump New York City mayor. That's <laughs> right. Can we do we're that? The dark horse. Yeah, we're the dark horse. Yeah, Sam, we gotta Let's get throw on. this ranked voting thing out. You know. Uh, Bend, Oregon. Hi, mom. Uh, Pryor, Oklahoma. That's cool. Portland, Oregon. Alameda, California. Berlin, Germany. Richmond, uh, Richardson, Texas. San Marcos, California. Thomas, have you ever been to San Marcos? Nope. No, me neither. Uh, please continue listening. Uh, you can listen to us on Apple, iTunes, SoundCloud, and or Spotify. All right, guys. I'll go do this as quickly as I can, but this is going to be a long episode. So I want to talk about sticky stuff again. You guys ready? Yeah. So we talked about this on our last episode three weeks ago, um, and the sticky stuff uh, uh, controversy is still going on. Mom uh, texted me a very funny political cartoon featuring Spider-Man as a pitcher, which, um, get it? Sticky stuff? Yeah. Uh-huh. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, yeah. So in the three weeks or so since Major League Baseball has announced its crackdown on pitchers using sticky stuff on their balls. There's <laughs> I, know, I, I wrote that on purpose. I thought that was a good joke. There has been a plethora of incidents related to it. Seattle Mariners pitcher Hector Santiago was ejected from a game against the White Sox under, set up. under questionable circumstances. Max Hernandez of the Nationals was checked by the umps at least three times in a game against the Philadelphia Phillies, which ended up getting uh, Philadelphia manager Joe Girardi ejected. And professional troll Josh Donaldson celebrated after hitting a home run against White Sox as Lucas Giolito, saying after he crossed home plate, it's not sticky anymore. (laughs) So my question for you guys is um, how has MLB totally bungled their handling of this issue or not? Uh, well, I think that like the what they the bungling was not doing it at the outset of the season, um, because you know during spring training they sent out a memo that said we're going to start cracking down on the sticky stuff, and then they didn't do it at the beginning of the season. They did it like a third of the way through the season. Um, but I'm not, I mean, I'm not anti the sticky stuff crackdown. I know Thomas is because his boy's the one who got uh, banned or suspended for it. But, you know, this is not, it's not like major, it's not like Manfred changed the rules. It's not like they're putting a guy on second base at the beginning of extra innings or some stupid fucking bullshit like that. Like this is a rule that's been on the books since forever and they just everyone has decided that they didn't have to pay attention to it but you know these guys are throwing 100 miles an hour 102 miles an hour and then also with movement because it's like the ball stuck to their hand and so i you know i don't i don't see any problem with it uh, which we, uh, 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 you're just not in the, the, the concept of cracking down on 
what was an existing rule is legit to you and that's sort of the end of the conversation well the thing is is that like all of these people are complaining about it they're like oh well, they changed the rules like oh it's not fair like we need something more than rosin to get the ball to stick to our hands otherwise we're not going to be good at pitching and it's like well you know fuck you like this is the rules of the game like you know figure out figure it out like it's not on like major league baseball doesn't have to change their rules to accommodate you they didn't change the rules here they're just starting to enforce it i don't know there's like a lot of there's a lot of garrett cole like whining in like after he gives up 10 runs in five innings and being like oh it's not fair like blah 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 and it's like well fuck you man like those are the rules like deal with it you know yeah, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where so you have like a baseball that has had this rule on the books forever, but they completely turned a blind eye to it because, well, like, whatever, there was rosin present, there was things in the dugout that were part of the game that players were using to hold on to the bat, right? So that that's where kind of the concept of like, oh, you know, I just got some pine tar on my hand, because uh, I was, you know, holding a bat in between innings. And if it happened to help my curveball break more, that you know, oh well, that's just crazy. You know what I mean? So that kind of concept of sort of flouting the convent, the rules, and everybody was like, okay, so we started doing this. Maybe we're doing it for as long as baseball's been around, you know, and as long as pine tar has been in baseball. So I think ultimately, what people are mad, not mad about, is that it's sort of a for them to now kind of come back on it is, I think was what people are kind of like, well, what the fuck, you know, like, so what are we supposed to do? This is the way we grew up playing the game. This is the way we learned how to play the game. You know I mean? Maybe not to the extremity that they do now. Cause obviously they kind of like got people working on it and they have like shit that they used expressly to throw a, you know, bigger break on a curveball. The Astros, you know, that was what I think Trevor Bauer was intoning a few years ago was he when, when he was accusing them of kind of doing shit. He's, you know, look at the spin rates of these guys before and after they came to the Astros. And Garrett Cole was one of those people. Right. Garrett Cole's career was rejuvenated when he went to Houston and they probably had some shit that worked really well, that sticky tack stuff that he'd never used before. And all of a sudden now he's got a curveball that breaks like crazy. He's got a fucking Renaissance career. You know, all of a sudden, all of a sudden he goes from a flame out to like just now blossoming all-star. And that was sort of within the unwritten rules of baseball. You know, they just sort of happened to get some shit that worked better. And I think what happened was then when, when that happened, baseball was like, oh shit, this stuff is starting to work really good. And it's really impacting some of these players' performance. And, you know, at that point, I think everybody that was doing it was like, well, we've always been doing it. So it's not really against the rules, even if sort of like the evolution of the whatever they were using had made it to the point that it was really impacting things or you know i mean i don't even know maybe the nmlb was just finally like okay we're going to crack down on it now so i can see some of that that sort of derision or sad or you know like garrett cole just seems sad to me which yeah. kind of makes you realize that he like built a career out of it which is sort of sad but and i kind of am with you like fuck those guys but i think that the implication of the, or the, fuck those guys. the application of the rule has been bungled by the way they kind of slowly walked it out there now they're sort of like don't really well you know mlb kind of has this bad way of not really handling the issues until it becomes a problem and then they have to backtrack and kind of get back to oh well what we really you know this is what we're really trying to do mm-hmm. it's, just, 
it's yeah i mean they've been doing it with a lot of shit you know they've done it with the the baseball you know what i mean like we didn't change the baseball but we changed it, but back, we're gonna change it back yeah yeah you know it's like what the fuck are you talking about like you guys are completely bungling like every one of these opportunities to be like hey this is what we're doing this is you know what i mean full and and you know whatever it just goes back to baseball being like kind of a fucked up old institution but anyway the point being i think uh, my second point is well i had two points about it one of them is tied to my boy as you so referred to him santiago, Hector santiago. yeah he's he claims that it's just rosin must have been rosin that he used between innings because he's real sweaty he talks about how he was really sweaty which i thought was kind of funny to like make himself out to be sort of a sad sack you know anyway but he so he says it's just rosin which is a you know even if it's on the mid as sam said in an earlier discussion it's not supposed to be there but then so then but then when you have to me is you have the umpires who basically take the glove go oh yeah there's some sticky shit on there and they throw it in a glove and in a bag and the glove disappears and the player is ejected and hypothetically can be or hypothetically possible can possibly be like suspended like with you know like this is a this is a profession a professional impact made by four guys on the field that we've been talking about for the last five years with replacing with robots you know what i mean right. so like we don't even trust these guys to fucking take care of the rules of a game now we're going to entrust them with ending somebody's career yeah. like angel well, hernandez rules, shouldn't be making any- like very the rules are like very simple it's like is it sticky and if there's something sticky on the glove regard like even if the guy spilled like fucking, fucking gatorade like, on his glove then it's the- like that's against the rules. Joe West probably got like fucking gummy bear juice on it from fucking like, you know, <laughs> fuck these umpires making any decisions about anybody. You know what I mean? That's my point. Um, well, okay. So here's a counterpoint though. And this is like, Oh, the other, is, the other way I went, can I just say real quick though, that uh-huh. Max Scherzer was a delight. And I thought that was some of the most. That was yeah. That was, and I like, love Joe Girardi just being a complete. <laughs> And he's like, what, what, fuck you, what, fuck you, like a crazy person, because he's kind of a crazy person. And he's then Joe Girardi, obviously displaying what a giant piece of shit, polished turd he is, like, yep, fuck yeah. that guy. Six ways to Sunday, that was the last one. It was entertaining, yeah, no, that part was entertaining. No, no, At least no, I appreciate Max it. Joe to take off his pants was the highest. Yeah. Not offering, starting to. Starting to, take right. his belt off, and right, yeah, I'll take my pants off. What do you want me to do? I've I'll never seen pants be taken off in a more- on the ground, like, Taking his belt off. That was great. He was he was stripping in the confrontational way of ever with <laughs> yeah. confrontational. Right. Like he would have he would have kept going. You know yeah. he would have kept going. Fuck you, I'm taking this shit off. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is crazy. Yeah. yeah uh, okay, so there's this guy pitches for the Red Sox, right? Garrett Richards. Did you guys see this? Uh what? yeah, what? Um he pitched the other night and he was yeah. a sticky stuff user. Um, and the, the, like Alex Cora, when they, this rule came out was like really intent with his guys that they had to cut that shit out because, you know, his whole cheating scandal history. Right. 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 So, so this guy, Garrett Richards, who was our number five starter and he's like, cannot throw strikes even with the sticky stuff. Right. So he so he he taught himself to throw a change up 
in 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 between two starts, right? So in five days, um, and it this was a couple days ago. It was like a hundred degrees in Boston, and he's so he his curveball went from like eighty five miles an hour to sixty five miles an hour. Whoa. He's throwing a changeup. His he's throwing his fastball much slower because you know, he can't get a handle on it. So it goes from like 95 to 90 or 89 and he gives up and he's like sticking his arm into a Gatorade cooler full of ice in between innings to try to keep himself from sweating. Just like the whole time his arm is in ice. Crazy shit. He gives up three home runs and five runs in one and a third innings, right? Yeah, I get two. Who is he pitching? I saw this. I think it was the Yankees, or maybe it was the the at the Royals. I think it was the Royals, um, and so it's like a shit show, right? right? But then he ends up giving up three home runs and five runs over five and two thirds innings. You know what I mean? With a sixty-five mile an hour curveball, like he kept he kept um, it together. He kept it together. That's that's my point. Is like, you know. If you want, like, if you really want it, like, this is a guy who he had Tommy John, he had like a promising career. He had Tommy John surgery. He's never been good since. And he's just like trying to stay in the major leagues. Right. Yeah. So of course he was using sticky stuff yeah. and, and, you know, now he can't use sticky stuff and he's like doing all this other crazy shit just to like try to stay relevant. And like, you know, that's what Garrett Cole needs to do. He needs to like figure it out, you know? That's all I'm bitching about it. Yeah, and I I, I instead of being like, oh, it's not fair. It's not fair to me. I'm making fucking thirty five million dollars a year for like twenty fucking years. Like, give me a break, man. Like, figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't really feel that sorry for him. No, nobody feels sorry for Gary Cole. Fuck the Yankees. Yeah. Fuck the Yankees. Fuck fuck Gary Cole. Fuck the Yankees. Yeah. All right. Oh, but the Josh Donaldson, it's not sticky anymore. Right. <laughs> That's great fun. And like, fuck Gio. I, like, like I obviously I have to side with Gioito on this, but Josh Donaldson, you know, professional troll, is kind of a good thing for baseball. Right. I, and I you need, need a I new professional troll, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, I hate Josh Donaldson with a passion. Everybody hates Josh Donaldson. I think that's a good thing for baseball. It's not um, bad. He he uh, follows. Do you know who Ben Shapiro is? Yeah. <laughs> Josh, Josh Donaldson follows Ben Shapiro on Instagram. I don't know who Ben Shapiro is. He's like he's, a, like a, he's a an alt right pundit. Yeah. Oh, cool. He's the guy who said that when that song WAP came out, the uh, he said that's like a he said that wet ass pussy was like a, a oh, wow. really bad medical condition, and he knew that because his wife told him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, speaking of professional trolls, that Shapiro. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that guy, Josh that guy is literally a professional. That's his job. His job is to be a professional. Anyway, Josh Donaldson's a big Ben Shapiro fan. 
which makes sense. Like, I'm not going to hold that against them. I will. Fuck, fuck Josh Donaldson. You should. Sounds like you but, should. But also, like, the game needs villains. And if Josh Donaldson wants to be the villain, God bless. That's what I'm saying. Like, remember when he, like, he, like, kicked dirt on the home plate after he hit a home run that one time? And the ump, like, ejected him immediately? That was so oh. good. Yeah, that was, that was at the beginning of the season. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, he was mad at the um uh, strikes him. Yeah, anyway. no, I get the implication. Yeah. No, let's play funny. Let's play funny. All right. So um, we need to keep track of the sticky stuff. I am going to mention we talked about talking about Trevor Bauer's uh, sexual assault case that is pending right now. And uh, I just, Felt like we couldn't do a nice, tidy 30-minute episode on domestic violence in professional sports. Um, but that's that wasn't domestic violence. That's like a sexual assault. It's thing. looking like sexual assault. It's looking yeah. very severe, very serious. Um, yeah. No. Right now, fuck Trevor Bauer. But... Oh my god. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's why you need a new troll to like get on the bandwagon. Right, but we need a troll who's not also going to commit like violent criminal actions. Donaldson's looking good right now. That's all. I don't know. Maybe that's not possible. I don't know. I don't know. I would put money on Josh Donaldson storming the Capitol. Right, exactly. (laughs) Josh Donaldson, where were you on January 6th? I'm going to tweet that. <laughs> and you also tweet, uh, dump on the ump, two-thirds shirtless. Two-thirds shirtless, yes. Sam's way sweatier than I am. Though. It's really hot here. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, what's the temperature? Uh, it's, it was in the low 90s. I think it's gone down to like uh, 89. I think we're in the high 80s now. Oh, that's- yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's the thing about the West Coast. It gets cool when the sun goes down. Yeah, right, ladies and nine at nine o'clock the other night. What's that now? What's what's that at Seattle? Oh, now we're down like in the low, low high seventies. Oh, oh hi. Oh, hey Elliot. Hi. How you doing? Fiona saying hi. Hello, hey Fiona. My whole family's coming in. You're being recorded. You're being recorded live. <laughs> all right well i gotta go all right all right ladies and gentlemen thomas has got to go family is telling him to go i'm not wearing a shirt sam's not wearing a shirt thank you so much for listening this has been dump on the young ostensibly a baseball podcast for thomas and sam my name is joel ladies and gentlemen have a great evening and a pleasant tomorrow bye-bye <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.